So I'm not sure if you guys watched the Fox television show Hell's Kitchen, but they recently had a season in which they had uh, young people compete on the show and it turned out to be very successful. So it's the year of the young guns, especially for the New Jersey Devils, because once again, Dawson Mercer has a great outing. Yanni Kwokin is trying to assert himself. We have a lot to discuss. However, you know, this is where tough uh, business decisions will be made because cuts are faster than we uh, anticipate. So we have a lot to discuss in this episode. Also, just a lot of lighting the lamp for the New Jersey Devils and, and great defense as well. Dougie Hamilton asserting himself. Jonathan Bernier making a few great plays. Um, let's see, Pavel Zaka going bar down but sucking at the center position. Like I said, we have a lot to discuss in this episode. Right now, I'm discombobulated, so I'm going to try to organize it in this episode because th- this intro is all over the place, like I said. So buckle up, you guys. Can't you tell from my voice I'm really excited to break it all down for you guys? You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the Hockey Riders, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 3.15 a.m. Eastern Time, October 2nd, 2021. Yes, you heard me correctly. 3.15 a.m. in the morning is when I'm recording an episode. So you're probably wondering, why am I recording an episode so late, so early, depending on when you guys go to bed? In fact, uh, this episode is supposed to go up live in a few hours. But uh, the reason for that is is because uh, I am back to doing hockey play-by-play. So I did two hockey games today, one at 3 and the other at 10. And that game went into midnight. So I decided to take a little bit of a nap, woke up, and now uh, here we are recording an episode. So that way I have some some more energy to give you guys the devil's content because while I was at the rink, you know, uh, just getting ready in between games, I was actually watching the New Jersey Devils take on the New York Rangers. So before we talk about the game, some surprises and also things that are going to happen to the New Jersey Devils organization before the season starts. I first want to talk a little bit about pregame. So the thing is, is that I knew Jack Hughes was going to be a captain. Obviously, we know that Nico Heizer was going to remain a captain for the New Jersey Devils. But I think the question mark was who was going to be the third and final captain. So uh, Nico Heizer wears the C on his sweater. Uh, Jack Hughes uh, wears the A on his sweater. So who is going to get that final lettering? Who is going to get that uh, other assistant captain role? I was always saying over the summer that it was either going to be David Severson or Miles Wood, but I was leaning towards Miles Wood just, just based on what he was able to do during the course of the season. However, you know, once we acquired Dougie Hamilton, I never even, you know, considered him being an assistant captain on this organization, and I didn't really put much thought into it. I didn't really put much focus into it at all, so uh, the fact that, you know, the New Jersey Devils tweeted out saying that uh, the final lettering was going to Dougie Hamilton since he was wearing the A for uh, tonight's matchup between the New York Rangers. Uh, it makes sense, but at the same time, it's just like, man, I wish I would have known that sooner. So, um, yeah, anyway, uh, I've been on a roll when picking the right players to root for and just say, keep an eye out for this player because it's going to be time for them to try to prove something 
and, and you know show their worth before you know things start to get reshuffled. So according to Dan Rice, who is a writer for Pucks at Pitchforks, he revealed that uh, Lindy Ruff said post game that he was making cuts tonight and he was also going to make cuts on Sunday. So. Uh, the training camp for the Utica Comets begins on Monday, so he said the players who are just going to be sent down to the Utica Comets will be cut on Sunday, and players who've just been cut in general from the New Jersey Devils roster, remember we signed some players to PTO deals, then they're just going to be cut uh, on Saturday. I haven't uh, seen a list, I haven't seen any reports, and like I said, uh, this is technically early Saturday morning, so maybe when this episode goes up, uh, you know, it'll be like 6 in the morning, people will be going to work, and then, you know, maybe we'll start to see some things at noon but according to Dan Rice Lindy Ruff will be making cuts uh tonight at the time of this recording and also on Sunday but remember Utica comments uh training camp is on Monday like I told you guys there were some guys who needed to step up to show their worth and you know the players I was kind of looking at I was looking at particularly at Yanni Kwokinen and Pavel Zaka and no 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 I'm not saying they would be sent down to the Utica comments I'm not saying that at all but I'm just saying just based on the players who have stepped up you know, their roles might diminish, especially what Dawson Mercer was able to do, especially what Alexander Holtz was able to do, especially with what Sharon Govich in his second year, Jack Hughes in his junior year, what they're doing, uh, just maintaining and picking up right where they left off. We know that Jack Hughes' leadership role has taken off. We know that Sharon Govich is going to be a much more polished player. So, you know, it was just a big question mark for players like that. Boquist, you know, he was pretty much on his last leg. And one player who I said to look out for who didn't end up playing was Andreas Janssen. Like I said, I was just going based on practice lines that Amanda Stein was tweeting out. So I just said, you know what, Janssen is practicing with um, Heizer and Bra on the top projected line. So if he does play in this scrimmage, then expect for him to, um, you know, do do something to just prove his worth because he you know he's he's on borrowed time like that he doesn't really have many chances like he's not a cat he doesn't have nine lives so if he doesn't step up he might as well just be a healthy scratch same with Boquist because we could still send him down for uh essentially nothing like there's going to be no repercussions whatsoever and quite honestly just based on the performance I think Boquist is a surefire uh Utica comments now now I want to apologize from the bottom of my heart to the Utica comments because I don't think you're going to be uh, as good as you thought you were to begin the year because I think it's a surefire thing at this point that Alexander Holtz and Dawson Mercer are going to remain with the team to start the year. I'm sorry, but that's, that's I guess, my bold or prediction because it's the worst-kept secret in the room. I, I, I'm just addressing the elephant in the room. I think Dawson Mercer and Alexander Holtz, I think they both have earned uh, their right to remain with the New Jersey Devils to start the year because I think a lot of people were trying to keep their expectations modest and just say, hey, maybe uh, you know send them down to the Utica comments, see how they do for the first few months or so, bring them up uh, midseason if the Devils uh, you know need some fillers, then you know bring them in, but Alexander Holtz was maintaining his weight. Same with Dawson Mercer. And it's another thing that I want to talk about. Dawson Mercer, before we you know, go into the details of the scoring and what it means to particular players, I just want to say Dawson Mercer has been doing one hell of a job at the center position. And while uh, Pavel Zaka stepped up his game in some regards, the one thing that Pavel Zaka just doesn't seem like he's a surefire thing to be is a center for this team. Because Dawson Mercer is outperforming him in the center position. He's playing much better than Pavel Zaka is. I'm not trying to throw shade at Zaka. And, you know, you guys know that, you know, I, I, I do like Zaka and all. But 
I, I just don't think Zaka is meant to be a center. I think he's best to be moved to the wing position, if I'm being completely honest, especially if Dawson Mercer continues this hot streak. And, you know, uh, I, I know I said that Mercer and Holtz, like, you know, during training camp, during the inner squad, they weren't really doing anything. But I, I do need to go back to that prospect camp in which, you know, the top line of him, Holtz, and Foot were able to put up like seven or so points. So I, I said that Nolan Foot would be on the roster to begin the year, but I think it's a I think Nolan Foot will be starting uh, the year off for the Utica Comets. Just quite honestly, so we're gonna talk more about uh, like Dougie Hamilton making his uh, debut for the New Jersey Devils. Also Ryan Graves, Subban. Uh, you know, I questioned what where was he gonna be. Uh, in the mix of scrimmages he played in tonight's uh, matchup. So we're going to talk about this win for the New Jersey Devils. But first, I have to give you guys the first live read this morning. And it comes from our good friends at Fantrax. So, all right, fans, fantasy hockey is fast approaching. And I'm going to give you the inside track on an absolute best fantasy hockey platform in the industry. It's called Fantrax. Fantrax Free NHL Fantasy Hockey League Manager is the most customizable, easy to use, and feature-rich platform in the industry. This is where I host all of my fantasy leagues, and as commissioner of some, I can tell you I'm never leaving Fantrax. Sign up today for free for a special offer for Locked On U Team fans. You'll be entered to win an official NHL signed Nathan McKinnon jersey. Simply go to Fantrax.com slash Locked On and sign up today. Fantrax is a top dynasty hockey platform in the industry. Have you been hosting your season-long leagues on other platforms? No problem. Fantrax can import any of your current leagues for free and customize if needed. Uh, Fantrax is the most customizable platform in the industry, offering the greatest fantasy experience for your dynasty, keeper, redraft, and best ball leagues. If you had leagues on Yahoo or ESPN, migrate to Fantrax for a better experience. Fantrax commissioner tools allow you to create your fantasy league exactly the way you want. Do what you want with uh, some players at uh, certain positions. Are you a fan of the head-to-head leagues, points, roto, category, best ball? Fantrax has it all. Among the most trusted names in fantasy sports offering hockey, football, baseball, basketball, college basketball, college football, golf, soccer, and NASCAR. By the way, I will be going to North Carolina for a NASCAR race in the upcoming days. So if there's anything lacking, your current fantasy league manager, Fantrax, likely has it. Fantasy sports doesn't sleep, and neither does Fantrax, with season uh, running 365 days a year. There's a reason why fantasy players who try Fantrax make it to permanent home for all of their fantasy hockey needs. Lastly, just simply go to Fantrax.com slash locked on. That's Fantrax.com slash locked on. Easy to switch. Talk about your own experiences with Fantrax. So to begin this analysis, I guess let's give some love to the defense first and foremost. So the one thing I respect from this defense, especially from someone like Dougie Hamilton or P.K. Subban, whatever the case might be, I said in yesterday's episode that uh, Dougie Hamilton and Ryan Graves, that they would most likely be paired together and make their first unofficial debuts for the New Jersey Devils. And I just said the defense will look a lot better. Yes, it's preseason. Yes, we take things with a grain of salt. But at the end of the day, it kind of gives you, like, like I said, it gives you a preview for the season and what's to come. And for Dougie Hamilton and Ryan Graves, the fact that uh, our defense was that much better this time around, the scoreboard reflects it. Like, we blew the New York Rangers out the water. Like, Shasurskin was in net to begin for the New York Rangers. Remember, guys, this past season, we gave Shasurskin, I believe, his two and only shutouts uh, to begin his NHL uh, career. So, Think of it like that. I, I I would have to look that up to confirm it, but 
Uh, I believe Shashirskin had two shutouts last season, and they both came out the hands of the New Jersey Devils. So the fact that we pounced on him early, knocked him out the game, was pretty impressive. Like I said, 7-1. to one. So first, the Devils scored three unanswered goals. We give up a goal on the power play. You know, that is frustrating, but at the same time, I said, you know, if we just have some fight back, we don't let the Rangers get back into the game, everything is fine. Like I said, I know it's preseason. I know you can make mistakes that you normally don't want to make in a regular season, but at the same time, you got to put some sort of effort, and we did. We scored four unanswered goals. Players stepped up for the New Jersey Devils, and I just want to finish off with Dawson Mercer on that amazing breakaway to basically put the final nail in the coffin and just say, you know what, Dawson Mercer, after that move, he definitely deserves a spot on this roster. But the one thing I want to focus on, this is a tweet that I saw during the game. It stated, I know it's preseason, but early thoughts. Whenever Hamilton has been on the ice, Puck has been up and out of the defensive zone pretty quickly. One thing, rough stress that needed to happen at the end of last season. So I talked about it in my analysis of the Lindy Ruff exit meeting. I talked about it in my overall opinions for the New Jersey Devils. We need to know how to clear the puck because remember against the um, the Flyers last year where we basically just choked away that game and we let them score like what, two or three unanswered goals like late in the, the late third period. Like it, it was just like we choked that game away. It, we They had no business winning it, but we just shot ourselves in the foot because we didn't know how to clear the puck so you know things of that nature is you know a big step up for the New Jersey Devils so the fact that you know we have it in our defensive zone and we're able to get it up and out very quickly is a very good sign of things to come like I said Ryan Graves and Dougie Hamilton they're definitely going to make an impact for this team you know Ryan Graves didn't really do much in this game but at the same time I'm more worried about his overall defensive impact versus his offensive numbers, if that makes sense. So, you know, the, the offense will will come, but at the same time, Ryan Graves did have a plus-minus of two, and, you know, he was up there with Dougie Hamilton, also P.K. Subban. So, you know, that's something I, I have to focus on, and, you know, towards the end of the year or during the course of the year, we'll keep an eye out for both of those uh, respective players' Corsi 4 percentages. So, first and foremost, for P.K. Subban, uh, the pressure will be taken off him a lot. So, you know, for the last couple of years, we were relying on P.K. P.K. Subban to be the man on defense, but now that we have Dougie Hamilton, now that we have an up-and-coming player like Ryan Graves, uh, the pressure will certainly be taken off uh, P.K. Subban's shoulders. He could ease back a little bit. He could look a little more relaxed, and in this game, you know, he asserted himself really early because he got the first goal of the game. So, uh, you know, he was all alone, uh, it, and he let one fire. I thought they went and credited to him, but he was able to get a CNI goal, and it was pretty amazing, and it, it was hit hard. So, uh, you know, P.K. Subban doing that, I, I hope that boosts his confidence, and hopefully that's a sign for things to come because I think last season it took a while for P.K. Subban to get his first goal of the year. So, uh, you know, that's actually a pretty good sign that he's doing that in preseason. Hopefully it can translate into the regular season. And then another player I want to talk about, Yanni Kuokkanen coming up clutch with only a few seconds left in the power play. You know, like I told you guys, there, there were two things that the New Jersey Devils needed to do better in this game. One was power play, and the other was, well, I guess this more relates to a player, which is, I said, players like Yanni Kuokkanen need to step up because Sharon Govich and Hughes, we, we've seen what they're doing. And it, it's just like Yanni Kuokkanen, he, he needs to earn his spot. That There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And 
the press release for the New Jersey Devils, they they agree with me in that regard. So, you know, they, they were able to say that Kuokkanen scored eight goals and 25 points in 50 games during his rookie campaign in, in 2020 and 2021. But he will certainly need to up his own game to earn the same ice time of a year ago. So it goes to show you that I'm not crazy. That was from a press release uh, on NHL.com published by the New Jersey Devils. They acknowledge that Yanni Kuokkanen, you know, his spot will not be guaranteed this year in terms of him getting the same amount of reps and in terms of him getting the same amount of ice time. He's got to step it up. And if he's showing no signs to step up, then, you know, it, it could be an easy decision to bump him out of the top six. However, you know, him scoring on the power play and just giving us uh, one of our two power play goals uh, today, you know, it really shows you that, Yanni Kuokkanen, maybe he is capable of, of, you know, just upping his game. But like I said, it's still early. He still has a lot of work to do, but he's heading in the right direction. And that's what we needed from Yanni Kuokkanen. That's the Yanni Kuokkanen I kind of need in order for us to have a successful season. And you know what? If Yanni Kuokkanen is able to, you know, do that same production on a, I guess, a third or a fourth line, I'm okay with that. And he's still young. He can still improve. He can still get better. But you know, like I said, Sharon Govich is doing his thing. Hughes is doing his thing. You know, it doesn't seem like they really need Yanni Kuokkanen. It seems like Yanni Kuokkanen needs them. So I said in yesterday's episode, which is if I'm Lady Ruff, I am, you know, not putting in Jack Hughes or Sharon Govich. And, you know, like I said, I think that was a plan all along and put Yanni Kuokkanen in. So that way he can see uh, what he could potentially do without those two respective players. And then another player I want to talk about is Tyce Thompson because I'll give credit when credit is due. Tyce Thompson was able to score and off the assist from Hamilton, albeit it, it was you know tipped uh, in and you know that 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 was uh, not Hamilton's intent. Hamilton was trying to let one fire and score it for himself. But you know what, assist is assist, and a and a goal is a goal, and. Tyce Thompson, and I, I always said I didn't understand the hype surrounding Tyce Thompson uh, last season, but at the same time, like I said, I'll give credit when credit is due. And Thomas Tatar, what, wow, that that goal from Tatar was just, oh, I, I don't even, I'm, I'm running out of adjectives to describe the New Jersey Devils. Like, look, I, I love the goal, but I, I like the setup better from White, quite honestly, just uh, setting Tatar up for that shot of a beauty, like it was nasty. It was it was beautiful, like I said. But I'm more impressed with the setup from White, quite honestly, if I'm being honest with you. And then you know Pavel Zaka being able to score a goal uh, with the assist from Hamilton and Tatar. So I like the teamwork there already. And like I said, Zaka, uh, I, I just don't think he should be playing center. I think Mercer has proven that he is stepping up. And Jimmy VC. I said that, uh, you know, out of um, him and uh, Jankowski, I said that maybe Jankowski will get a, a roster spot for the New Jersey Devils just because, you know, we're kind of thin at the center position. But, you know, since Mercer has stepped up his game big time and, you know, we still technically have Pavel Zaka and a few others and, and, and also Mikey McLeod, I don't think Jankowski is going to be getting that final roster spot. But, Jimmy VC scoring tonight. He he's like, no, no, no. You give that roster spot to me. I know, you know, but still at the same time, we have a lot of wingers who are also stepping up their games. So, you know, I'm left in two minds, but VC is definitely asserting himself. And that's what we need from, uh, you know, just players who are just hungry to, to win and compete. And Dawson Mercer, 
We'll talk about him in a second, and we'll also give Jonathan Bernier some love in a moment. But first, I had to give you guys the second and third live read this morning, and it comes from Built Bar and Bet Online. So for Built Bar, did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There is something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their face. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. They have coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies, and cream, German chocolate. You know what my favorite flavor is? I love coconut, so if you haven't tried all the flavors, you get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bars the best tasting protein bars ever, but they're super healthy as well. Check out these awesome stats. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 45 grams of sugar, and only 45 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. So order today and get that grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar was also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Offer is go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And now the third and final live read comes from BetOnline.ag. Please remember to gamble responsibly. So we're back and better than ever. No, not the NHL. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season with a new updated site and interface even more odds props and contests bet online continues to be the number one source for everything football head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit don't forget to use the promo code locked on to receive your welcome bonus from football basketball boxing right to your favorite vegas casino games nhl don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. So, you know, there's just so much to take away from this game. Like, you know, we could talk about Pavel Zaka going bar down. We could talk about uh, Kwokinen scoring on the power play. We could talk about P.K. Subban with that awesome slap shot. We could talk about a whole array of things. But let's talk about Dawson Mercer just putting the final nail in the coffin able to get the puck out of the uh, defensive zone for the New Jersey Devils, tips it up ahead, makes a nice deke, and able to score it between the five holes. So Dawson Mercer, for that move, like we, we, we talked about yesterday, the connection that he and Hamilton were having in practice. Dawson Mercer has to make the roster over Alexander Holtz. I'm sorry. that That's my hot take for this morning, which is Dawson Mercer, in my opinion, has deserved a roster spot more than Alexander Holtz. So you, you heard me that uh, correctly. Uh, you can battle me all you want. Go ahead. But that's my personal opinion because I just think with Dawson Mercer, you, you just can't teach his smarts. Like, Alexander Holtz has a great sna- sniper, but so do a lot of other players in the NHL. But for Dawson Mercer, having this knowledge, having this connection with his teammates already so young, and like I said, uh, j- just trying to establish himself in the NHL, like I said, guys, I, I just think that Dawson Mercer deserves the spot more than Alexander Holtz. So if I had to choose between Mercer or Holtz, I'm choosing Mercer all the way as one of our best young guys on this roster. So let me know what you guys think in that regards. But Dawson Mercer, just so smart on that play. And while we're on the topic of great plays, let's talk about Jonathan Bernier, able to prevent the the Rangers from scoring another goal. Even the announcers were like, oh, no, he got... He got passed. Oh, no. Bernier made a stop. Bernier just dies onto the ground. 
makes an excellent stop. And that wasn't the only great stop he made uh, that evening either. So Jonathan Bernier is already uh, making his name known. Maybe he's uh, trying to nominate himself for uh, save of the year. I don't know if they can count preseason games, but quite honestly, guys, um, if they do, then Jonathan Bernier has made himself a case for save of the year along with what Mackenzie Blackwood was able to do against the Boston Bruins last season. So I don't know about you guys, but I kind of like having a decent backup goaltender for once. So Jonathan Bernier saw 25 shots and was able to stop 24 of them. Remember, it was a power play goal for the New York Rangers. I'm usually a little hesitant on, you know, blaming the uh, netminder for letting a puck go past him, but that's just me. And I think Jonathan Bernier really improved from his last outing. Like, it wasn't bad or anything, but I think he overall just got more comfortable with what the New Jersey Devils, uh, you know, can or can't do. So uh, his save percentage for this game was 960. So, uh, you know, hats off for him, played the entire game. And uh, unfortunately, they couldn't get the shutout. But like I said, these games don't count for anything. So it doesn't really matter. So I, I told you that Bernier is uh, capable of starting. So if Mackenzie Blackwood, I, I heard reports that Mackenzie Blackwood did get a COVID shot or he's scheduled to get one. I uh, wouldn't quote me on that, but still. For Jonathan Bernier, if Mackenzie Blackwood is unable to begin the season, then, uh, you know, Bernier could step in and it'd be no problem. I'd be content either way, but but we'll see what happens. So I'm going to rate this game in a second, but first let's do what I always do, which is compare stats. So shots on goal, 34 to 25 in favor of the New Jersey Devils. They won the faceoff category as well, 53% compared to the Rangers, 47%. Power play goals. Uh, the uh, Devils were uh, successful in half of their power play goals, two for four. Rangers were one for five. So excellent, um, just uh, penalty killing defense for the New Jersey Devils. You know, they let up a power play, but I'm content with it because, you know, the Rangers were one for five. That's like 20% in their uh, opportunity. So like I said, I'm okay with that. Uh, penalty minutes, 10 to eight in favor of the Devils. Hits 23 to 14 in favor of the Rangers. Uh, blocks 9-6 in favor of the Rangers and giveaways. Rangers uh, turned the puck uh, over more compared to the Devils 16-14. So this game all around was just an A-plus ever from the New Jersey Devils. Just the high amount of scoring, the low amount of offense on the opposing team, uh, just asserting themselves and overall just, you know, giving the Rangers hell. I, I think this was an A-plus performance for the New Jersey Devils. So let me know what you guys think. What rating do you give the New Jersey Devils? But, you know, that's about all the time I have for today's episode. So remember, guys, uh, here are my main takeaways. Dawson Mercer deserves a spot. So does Alexander Holtz. But if I had to choose one, I would give it to Mercer. Utica comments um, training camp begins on Monday, so expect some cuts on Sunday that just send players down to Utica. Uh, we talked about some amazing goals for the New Jersey Devils. We talked about the overall defense. I said Dougie Hamilton and Ryan Graves will help assert themselves and overall play really well and just help the defense out for the New Jersey Devils. And boy, did they do so. So I cannot wait until we actually have a full team together and just, you know, see what we could do because it seems like half of our good players play, the other half play the other day. It's just like, an insert French kiss. I think we are legit to be a dark horse, but like I said, it's preseason. Nothing to uh, you know get too excited about, but still, you know, we beat the Rangers seven to one. That's pretty amazing, and we beat the Washington Capitals a couple days ago, and the Washington Capitals, um, you know, Stanley Cup champions from a couple seasons ago. So I'm just saying, guys. So uh, like I said, let me know what you guys think about this game overall. Like I said, a plus. That's all the time I have for you guys today. Once again, thanks for tuning in. Go Devils, and I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.
the future is bright for our young guys, let me tell you. It's a great day to be a New Jersey Devil fan, if you ask me.